0: Welcome to Origin Gates daily podcast called Wisdom's Echo. My name is Robbie Venter and I'm here to share an insight of the day with you. Today's podcast is titled Remember Who You Are. In my opinion, one of the most powerful revelations we can have is a revelation of who we are as sons. So I'm going to take you back a little bit on my story and how this revelation absolutely changed every aspect of my life. When I was a 8 year old boy, uh, I remember sitting in an aeroplane in Johannesburg airport staring out the window knowing that my entire life would change because we were immigrating countries. And up until this point I had a very strong connection with Yeshua. I had a very strong connection with my father. I grew up in church and I loved to worship him. And it was just a very natural and powerful connection that I had. And as I was sitting in this plane, staring out the window and filled with excitement, I didn't know that my life was about to change uh, in so many ways. And as this plane kind of took off Uh, 20 hours or so later, we end up on the other side of the world in New Zealand. And I wish I could say that the transition went well for me, but it really didn't. Uh, I found it very, very difficult in this new nation. It was a different language, a different environment, different culture, and just I just felt like a fish out of water, really and missed my my family and my friends and my language and my country and all these things and I remember for yeah a couple of years it was so painful for me that I used to cry myself to sleep and and um yeah there were really three types of people at the school I was in that would get would get bullied and there were people that had red hair um, people that were religious and people that were foreigners And so it just happened to be that I ticked all three of those boxes. And so the pain I felt just turned into um, anger and that turned into, I guess, a level of bitterness and hatred. And it just went, my life just went in this downward spiral until a few years later I found myself involved in, in drugs. And I remember setting the record for the most number of detentions at my school and and yeah just really losing two things one was a sense of connection with god and the other was a sense of connection with myself and over the process of time i forgot who i was and i forgot who my father was and things just went from bad to worse Uh, i ended up being kicked out of school i ended up being fired from multiple jobs my my relationship with my parents deteriorated and um, I think that it all kind of culminated when I was 18 and I had I was just really chewed up and spat out by society and just felt so so lost and hopeless and just hit rock bottom in such a bad way and the the pain and brokenness I was in was so intense that on, on quite a few occasions I even heard voices telling me to take my life and I never attempted to do that but the thought definitely crossed my mind on a few occasions and here I was just in in this in this world where nothing made sense and I had no direction and no hope no connection with my father no sense of what my identity was and Yeah, I was ready to give up and this one night I remember just falling down on my knees and crying out to God with all my heart and I believe that if you could see what was going on in the spirit world, you would just have seen an atom bomb of desperation really going off as I was crying out to my father, help me, help me. Help me. I remembered back to when I was a little kid and I had that connection and I had tried to do things on myself, try to work things out on myself, but I couldn't. And so I cried out in desperation, help me. And what happened was I saw a vision of Yeshua or Jesus sticking his hand out to me and I was on the edge of a cliff hanging onto a blade of grass that was about to tear. And I was about to fall to my death and in this vision he says to me take my hand now or it's going to be too late for you and so of course I take his hand and a couple of weeks pass and nothing really happened and then I get a phone call from an auntie of mine that I hadn't heard from in many years many years and she said God has put you on our heart and we want to know if you want to come and live with us in South Africa for a year. And I knew instantly that that was the answer to my prayer. So two weeks later or so, um, I find myself on an airplane flying again to the other side of the planet. And I'm, I'm leaving behind everything I know, all my friends, everything I, I'm, I'm used to. And on the flight over... I just hear these repetitive voices saying to me, you should just take your life. Your life is not worth living. And uh, and that's when I realized that these forces were actually not me, it wasn't my own thoughts, but they were external things trying to take me down, trying to pull me, yeah, pull me down into death. And the real uh, hard hitting line or the real culminating point that, that restruck my relationship with the father was at a Lion King show. And uh, for those of you who have seen The Lion King, you'll know that it's a story about a son who really loses sight of who he is. He goes and lives the Hakuna Matata life and uh, runs away from his identity, runs away from his responsibility and runs away from his position. And then he has an encounter with his father that changes everything. So here I was at this Broadway production show of the Lion King and, and I sit there and I pray and I say, Father, I know somewhere in the Bible it says that if one of your sheep goes missing, you will come and find them. And I am so lost. Please just come and get me. And again, it was kind of this prayer of desperation. And several minutes after I pray this prayer, like literally a couple of minutes later, this huge lion mask shows up in the show and it's Simba's father. And he says this, Simba, you've forgotten who you are. You've forgotten me. You're so much more than what you have become. Remember, remember who you are. You are my son and you must take your place as king remember who you are. And as this voice spoke, there's a jolt of electricity just going through my body as the Spirit of God was just enforcing the message, was enforcing the reality, was enforcing the truth in me. I am the son of the Most High, saying you are my son. You must take your place as king. Remember who you are. And literally all of the pain I was in, all of the mess I was in, me being lost, the core root of the problem was that I had forgotten who I was. I'd forgotten that I was his son. I'd forgotten that I'd been appointed as a king. I'd forgotten my position. I'd forgotten my identity. I'd forgotten my responsibility. I'd forgotten all of these core foundational truths that we can't just have knowledge about, but we must really know in the depth of our spirit and we must live out of these things. And so anyway, in the story, the son has an encounter with his father. And through this encounter, he remembers who he was. He remembers who he truly is and as a result, he goes back and he claims, he reclaims his throne that had been occupied by something destructive, something chaotic. And as he reclaims his throne, there's actually this powerful thing that happens that this land that had turned into chaos and destruction because of who was sitting on the throne, because of the destructive ruler sitting on the throne. Actually, joy returned and life returned and light returned into the kingdom that he was responsible for ruling because the rightful king, the son, had occupied the position that his father had entrusted him to occupy. He had come back into agreement with his true mandate, which is a mandate of governance, a mandate of rulership. And as he realigned with the truth of the revelation that his father had shared with him in this encounter, everything changed. Everything changed. Everyone in his kingdom had lived under the oppression and the suppression and the chaos and the darkness of an evil ruler. But as he occupied his position, everything else shifted back into place. So that was really the encounter that changed everything for me because the Lord used it to speak to me so deeply, to ingrain within me the reality of who I am, what I'm called to, and what we're actually all called to as sons, which is a position of governance flowing out of our identity as kings, as lords. As sons of the Most High. And one of the things that the Spirit of the Lord actually shared with me is that the truth does not set you free. Truth in and of itself has no ability to set you free. The scripture says you will know the truth and the truth will set you free. So knowledge of the truth is actually what enables the truth to have an influence in our lives. And in this situation, I had lived outside of the knowledge of the truth. What truth? The truth that I'm a son. The truth that I'm a king. The truth that my father has actually designated a place of rulership, a position of rulership for me to occupy. And it's not only a nice thing to do, it's actually a necessity for creation To begin to come into alignment with its true potential and its true destiny. That actually us taking our position is a catalyst that launches everything else in creation into its true position. And so from that day forward, I've lived with this knowledge of the truth, which has continued to influence my thoughts, my words, my actions. And I'm very humbled and pleased to say that since that day, my life has been absolutely transformed. Uh, Every aspect of my life has been transformed. I have a beautiful wife and an amazing one-year-old son and um, incredible relationships. Um, My relationship with my parents is amazing now. I've got great, great rabbis and friends uh, around me and literally every element of my life, which was previously in a destructive state has now turned around and has begun to flourish. And, and one of the predominant reasons or actually the, the catalyst for all of these external shifts in my life was due to an internal shift and revelation of three things, my position, my identity, and my responsibility. So maybe today you're sitting there and you've been in a place where you're not living out of the fullness of who you truly are. And if that's you, then I believe Yahweh is saying to you, remember, remember, remember who you are. You're my son. You have to take your place as king. Remember who you are that's literally something that is up to us remember that my encounter came out of a positioning of hunger out of a positioning of questioning and asking the father to show me so ask Yahweh today to show you to a greater extent who am I really and and i just pray that as you go through this process that you get a greater revelation of of who you are of where you're positioned in the kingdom and what your responsibility is in the kingdom. Yahweh doesn't want to position you under him. He wants to position you in him. He doesn't want to rule over you. He wants to rule through you. So I'll leave you with those thoughts and bless you to engage your identity, position, and responsibility in the kingdom. Thank you. rate of glory one day live stream intensive with Scotland's finest Jane Schroeder and Stephen McKee on June the 20th from 10 a.m. to 5 p.m. at the amazing price of £12 a person register at fierycrownandglory.com see you all there